fun? Nothing. Just <laughs> reeling in the aftermath of the show. Yes. And the, and the after show. Yes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Welcome. Yes. Welcome to another Skype edition of Vanderpump Rules Party. Yep. <laughs> podcasting in place That's podcasting right. at home mm-hmm. so well i don't we weren't going to touch too much on social media mainly because nothing's happening because no one's going anywhere however Jax is very very busy and active on twitter in fact i think he's literally sitting in front of his screen all day long uh, because he's been blocking within like 30 seconds of people posting it's crazy um, have you uh, seen what he's been tweeting about? Uh, I mean, I've just been catching him like talk about like Netflix shows and stuff. Uh, well, you saw the tweet a few days ago how he was saying this coronavirus is God's punishment to all of us for not treating each other well and that this is his message, a sign. Um, he's tired of the way we treat people. He's tired of how we treat the planet. Um, he's tired of us being ungrateful. This is like his words. Um, this is a serious time. It's a time out from the world. We need to come out of this. We need to change for the better. This is a wake up call. We need to change our ways because it's not working. This is it. This is a true test of how. <laughs> Anyways, he goes on. He's like, God's done so much for us. This is the least we can do. This is his punishment. It's just insane. Yeah. It reminded me of like in the eighties when like people like, you know, Britney's pastor adjacent type people would be like, AIDS is uh God's punishment for the gays, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Jax, wow. Okay. So then, then some people like commented, oh, some of the really good ones. Um there's a girl named Sarah. She's like, Huh, weird that God would punish the elderly, cancer patients, healthcare professionals, essential workers risking their lives, um, just to spare some self-obsessed reality TV sociopaths. God really works in mysterious ways. (laughs) That was funny. And then the other thing that was so funny, so he went on and he sent like another one. It's like, yep. This is this is God's work, and I'm just paying attention. Of course, Purple Cross, blah blah blah. And then, literally, there's another tweet. Uh, I don't know what this woman had said, but whatever he said, he goes, "Oh, this coming from a woman who looks like a troll that lives under a bridge. My God, how did you find a guy to be with the way you look, or with you looking like how you look, or whatever?" He yes, actually, I saw. I did see that one. It's like you just tweeted about treating each other more kindly and <laughs> he's so stupid yeah I, I feel like it's like Brittany toggling onto his account and like posting something and then and then Jax gets back on or something <laughs> that it, it does sound like her because she's like we're all ungrateful we need to treat each other better like that stuff she does always say and I can hear her saying this is God's punishment it's a sign because that's what I'm sure they say in her church you know it's so that does sound like her. It's just insane. But literally, uh, he's just like on a blocking frenzy, which leads me to believe he is literally doing nothing but sitting there just waiting, like tr- trigger happy with the Twitter block. Oh, totally. It's like, get a life, man. Yeah. Maybe you should like 
I don't know, be reading the Bible or something since, you know, that's what your 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 new platform is. Yeah. It's twisting and misinterpreting the Bible. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, anything else been going on? Um, let's see. Not too much. I mean, I feel like it's just, you know, everyone's just dealing with what's going on in, in their house, so... Yes. Oh, I did have a birthday update. I did go get the cocktails to go on the street, on Main Street. In fact, we went twice that day. Um, it was sad. It was like a place that had just opened. I'm like, what a terrible time to open a restaurant. Um, and then that was fun. And so then I shot my little birthday video that you guys saw, uh, blowing out the candles on the bread. And my neighbor had been walking her dog, and so I was telling her about it. So then I come home like the next day and these other neighbors are out on their patio and they start singing to me on the street happy birthday oh that's nice I know I was like oh how do they know I'm like oh that's awesome so, and then I got a new dust buster because my other spider control mechanism is really old and gross and so I was super excited about that and I got a thigh master no way super stoked that's awesome which is great because i also just ordered myself for my own present some bands and sliders and i've been doing these apps like crazy and those 10 minute ones are really fun because you can this is not an ad you guys because i've been trying different apps not just the open fit but peloton has a 90 day free trial if you guys want to check it out they're not sponsoring us i'm just saying from personal use I love the 10 minute thing you can get like mentally through it. So like yesterday, I'm like, I'm just going to do 10 minutes of arms. And I'm like, I'm going to do another 10. I'm going to do another 10. I want to try this person and that person. It got a, it gets a little addicting. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, make, it's kind of like making working out fun instead of just going and doing the same routine at the gym. I'm now reconsidering like I may just cancel the gym when all this is over. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of options out there, but I was super stoked on the Thigh Master. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and uh, Holly, you guys got me um, a little toilet paper cake, which was amazing. You can see that in the group, too. Join our Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party, on Facebook, closed private group. So, you can post away in safety. Yes. But thank you for that. Oh, and then, to- right. and then wait, talk about your cameo. Oh, and then thank you, moderators of our Facebook group, for getting me the most amazing cameo ever from Kristen Doty. She said my name. She said Vanderpump Rules Party. She it was well, such a good one. Like it was, she was so nice and pleasant, and she seemed happy. Yeah, I really liked it. And then at the end, you know, she's like, "And if you don't, well, then just suck a dick." Yeah, it was, great. It was cute. Yeah. Oh, I heard, uh, speaking of cameos, I heard that Tom and Tom, uh, like, I think maybe reduced their price in cameos to try and generate a lot of them. And they were going to use that money to pay their staff of Tom Tom. Did you hear that? I mean, I know that they went on cameo and they were giving all the, the money to their staff. Yeah, but it's 150 bucks to get one. Oh, so it's not cheap. I, I don't know that if they've reduced it, but I thought that was steep. Yeah, it's I mean, I, I, it's awesome if you can help, you know, like good, but um, it's like a that's, little out of my range. That's a lot for for them. Yeah. Um, 
it's a lot for anyone, but like maybe Britney Spears, I'd pay that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I love, I love their idea and I love that they're supporting their staff and that they're, you know, doing that for them. I think that's a, it's a cool idea. Well, that's my point. It's like, I love the, the thought behind it and the, the worry and care that they have for their staff when Lisa doesn't seem to have a care in the world. Like she's laid off all her staff and like, you, you know, Lisa, you could sell one of your summer cars. One little summer Bentley would pay for everyone's salary for a month. Yeah. You know, it's it's just, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, at least, I don't know, do it for a month. I don't know. Just to see what happens. And then people can gear up and they know. And they're like, okay, we're going to have to go on unemployment. If even, you know, not everyone can even do that. But I don't know. It really pisses me off on her. Yeah. Like when you're in a position, a lot of business owners are not in that position or able to, but they are. Come on. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I feel like through this whole thing that, you know, it's like you kind of like go through like waves of emotion, you know, like of how, you know, like some moments you can be positive and then the next, you know, it's scary or something. I like right now, like I am just, I'm terrified. Like I'm scared. Um, I think uh, the governor just said that all the schools are closed till the end of the year. Um, money's not coming in. I, I don't know. I'm I'm terrified. Like I'm freaking out, and it's it's hard to know. Like I, I don't like not knowing what's going to happen. It's horrible and scary. And like I see all these things that I want to do. Like I want to do a cameo, and I want to like do all these things. But it's scary to spend money because you don't know like what's what's going to come in or what's happening and. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. Yeah. You just have to get through each day. You can't like freak yourself out yeah. with what if, yeah. what ifs and, and know yeah. that everybody else is like, or so many people are in the same boat. So when it does become a problem, people will be understanding or it gives you that, well, this happened. You know, it's not like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think it'll sort itself out, but we can't stress about it because that's doesn't help us but hard hard not to i know maybe you should do the yoga or meditation app on one of these <laughs> apps <laughs> i've been talking about just 600 seconds holly if i could have like six uh, 600 seconds of like someone like leaving me the f alone maybe i could <laughs> like, but right now it's like my kids are sleeping so i'm able to t- like hopefully like talking about vanderpump rules and talking to you having some connection will help okay <laughs> I'm on the brim right now. (laughs) I'm on the brim of freaking out. (laughs) And then um, I I was, you were mentioning that you couldn't watch, watch what happens. I was just watching um, the recording of it. And Andy was like, have any of you had to, you know, resort to wiping with something other than toilet paper? And like all of them shook their heads like, nope, nope, haven't had to do that. You know, and it's like, "Mm, I'm getting low on toilet paper. I'm, I don't know. I'm getting low. Um. Michaela brought, brought, was giving that to me for my birthday and she forgot it. Bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm fine, too. Um, oh, what I was going to say when we went downtown on my birthday to get the cocktails to go, they offered us a roll of toilet paper. So they had them stacked up, I think, as like a draw for people. And they're like, well, this, you know, comes with a roll of toilet paper if you would like it. And I, you know, the hoarder in me was like, yes, yes, take it, take it. But I was just I'm like, you know what? I'm okay right now. Let's just leave it. I was trying to be thoughtful. That's and good. Not, 
not get in that hoarder mindset because I am okay right now. Although I have not had the opportunity or sight of any toilet paper in weeks. And so that is a little concerning. I don't know where people are getting their supplies because everything online seems to be out. The stores have been completely empty. I may just drive up to a different part of town and see because I haven't seen anything in weeks. Yeah, same. So, Michaela, we may be driving down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, anyways... So yeah, I didn't get to see that. I don't know why my it, it just it recorded and then it just isn't playing. And so I'm going to go on YouTube and watch it. But I haven't had a chance to do that yet. So I, some people were frustrated by it. You didn't think it was, you just thought it was dumb? Um, I, I was really disappointed in like the, I mean, I guess it's like kind of unfair for me to criticize the quality when everyone's social distancing. So they were using some sort of zoom or something but it was just frustrating watching uh, the production of it and I was just annoyed I don't know like I I think I think I'm going through a little something today watching it though I think I have a little chip on my shoulder I don't know it was annoying I felt like it was um seeing them sitting in like their big old houses with their little smug looks on their face it just wasn't doing it for me yeah well I had read someone say he was just so like he just like Schwartz can do no wrong, Jax can do no wrong, but like Andy was really making fun of Sheena and controlling her. Like when is the joke over, you know? So Yeah. What was that about? I um I didn't watch the end, so I'm not sure I didn't catch anything about that must be at the end or something. But um yeah, I didn't see that. I just, I saw the part where um, he didn't really go in on Schwartz, you know, like he had an opportunity to kind of, you know, mm. ask him, you know, why he made the choices that he did. And again, like Stassi had to step in and say, just apologize because he, you know how t- Tom gets when he starts like over explaining and apologizing. And it was just, um, yeah. it, it was, you know, Stassi had to yell, just apologize. And then the other annoying thing was, um, Stassi's still with her name calling you know someone they brought up Kristen and how Kristen wasn't invited and about the whole wine you know are they still doing the wine business and all of that and Stassi started it with um what a hoe like she called Kristen a hoe that's how she started the sentence and then went on to explain her side but it's like are we really still name calling and stuff like that like we're not I I don't know it just seems like haven't we moved past that yet like it's how does that even make sense to be like what a hoe you know like yeah i don't know it's just they got in their own little twitter war in the last week as well because of like the after show and because stasi didn't like what Kristen said on the after show which was her truth it wasn't anything oh oh, she said that I mean, who's even going to listen? Because I think she felt defensive that they were looking down on her t-shirt business or whatever. And she's like, I mean, who's even going to listen to a 40-year-old talk about basic shit on a podcast in 10 years? And Stassi got all pissed off. So they had a little Twitter war going back and forth. And that must have, yeah, she must still be fresh from that when they filmed last night, Watch What Happens Live. Yeah, it was. um, That was a great little Twitter war. I really enjoyed that, especially when um, Kristen was like... um, bizarre how you would tweet this like just after we had texted um so basically she was saying that that they had been texting about this but then Stassi tweeted it or no Kristen tweeted it first so Kristen tweeted her tweet and then 
basically like there must be receipts somewhere and someone needs to post them so they were having a conversation and then one of them tweeted you know so it's like come on guys give us a little bit more a little more yeah well and then schwartz also doubled down on the after show like he really is an apologizing he's basically justifying what he said to katie he's like oh you know just it was just been building up it was pent up and sometimes it feels good it's a release so it's like he doesn't really seem that sorry for the things he said i don't know like we'll, we'll get into this in the episode but um i'm not as mad as as everyone else is at tom yeah, I um like I saw like I you know because the New York feed goes off before ours, so I was reading the comments and stuff. And then when I watched the episode, like I was ready to like be like Team Katie, Team Katie, and it just it didn't happen for me. So well, I don't she... I don't know <laughs> what what is what's happening. Well, she doubled down on the justification too on the after show because she's like, oh well, that's just like what I said about his dick. That's just what we that's how we fight. We just do low blows, cheap blows. That's just us. And I'm like, us sounds magical. Yeah. Ooh, it was dark. That you was do a, you, boo. Yeah. yeah. I have to say I am ve- like the after show is better than the show. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot like even Brittany. She's like, I agree. Like it's it's I was very upset when I thought Jax was getting arrested. But then I saw it with Sandoval and I, I just didn't care. I'm like, God, what a bitch. You're at his house and you're like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, Okay, sweet little Brittany. Yeah. Don't care about anyone but your JX. JX. Uh, the, the other part that was good was um, with Raquel and Charlie and Sheena. Um, Raquel slayed it again. You know, she's like, you know, she said, you know, well, Lala just thinks she's better than everyone. Um, she's like, yeah, we get it. You have great style and you, a stylist. And Charlie's like, does she though which was great shade from charlie I'm like love it um she's like whatever you wrote you walk red carpets and well then you get sheena pissed off because it's like no one's gonna be putting sheena in a corner right so she's like so do we so do you so do we so that was great it's like it's clear like there is some resentment and it's very clear that lala does think she is in a higher uh, threshold than so many of them. She said it herself. She's like, they need to remember we're the queens and they're the peasants. And it's like, Lala, what have you actually done? Like, what have you ever accomplished in life? Like, you were you were like a fake part time hostess just for TV. You fucked an older rich guy. Like Raquel finished her degree. She won pageant titles. She's much younger than you she's already accomplished twice as much so i don't understand where she just thinks she's at such a higher threshold than these peasant girls i mean raquel is really every single time that she has come on to my tv screen i am like absolutely mesmerized like she is really really owning this season and in like such a humbling way to where like i i don't know I mean, even if I'm, like, trying to be, like, Team Lala and Team Jax and say, she's dumb as rocks, she's just not coming across like that. And she's just, like, she's coming across kind and compassionate and humble. And I don't see how you could say anything to that. And she's picking, she's much quicker. Because, like, when Charlie was saying, well, Lala just likes to prey on the weak. And Raquel's, like, interrupts uh, excuse me, Lala likes to pray on who she perceives is the weak. I am not weak. And I was like, 
good. You got that. Cool. Even her <laughs> facial expressions, like um, I, like I don't know if she's been taking like improv classes or something, but like when um when Lala came at her and was like, "Know your place" or something like that, like the way she squinted her eyes when they cut to yeah. her, it was so like she like I leaned in, yes. went forward, and was like, "Oh yeah, you want to say that to my face?" I mean, look. it was brilliant. Like I haven't seen you don't see that from Stassi, you don't see that from Katie, you don't see that from Kristen. It was it was almost like Tom Sandoval level acting. Yeah, it was like a challenge. It was. It was like, really me, good. Bro. I mean, she added a lot of depth to that scene with just that look. Yeah. She's ready. <laughs> she's ready for the fight. She is. She's like, when I'm a shark, and a shark, and a jet, and a jet. I don't know. I'm snapping my fingers now. Just <laughs> ready for the brawl, yeah. for the duel. Um, okay, well, what I did see was Watch What Happens Live, the after show online clips. And this is where I got really annoyed, too, because Andy asked Jax what he got Sandoval for his birthday. And Jax is just playing dumb, like, what? what? Why, would, why would I give him a gift? He's like, what is this, this gift-giving thing you're talking about? And Andy's like, well, it's customary on a birthday you give a gift <laughs> I, I don't i don't know what you're talking about i don't know where you come from but we just buy shots what what is this gift giving thing I'm like shut the fuck up come up with something better i mean instead he's just trying to blame sandoval somehow oh my god but okay really quick on for watch what happens live you know like it was i'm sure it was like kind of difficult to film because it looked like there was like maybe a little bit of delay you know how it is when yes. you're doing like a skype meeting it's like awkward oh yeah well jack's getting annoyed <laughs> jack's was struggling because he was having to like pay attention and he was like you know like when he starts getting annoyed and like looking off to into like the distance <laughs> yes. he was like not getting it so then um Andy's like let's play a game everybody close your eyes and point to the person like who the question pertains to so he's like which one of you um when you fight um goes to sleep first and they're supposed to like point to you know the partner or whatever well stupid Jax like wouldn't close his eyes so his eyes are wide open so everyone else's their eyes are closed and so they went through like five questions and then um Brittany like pointed to him on one of them and um and he's like, no, he like, he like answered. And Brittany's like, you're supposed to have your eyes closed, you idiot. Like, so then he like <laughs> finally shut his eyes, but it was just funny to watch him like try to follow directions. And he was like completely thrown off. God. Yeah, it was, it was like the panic in his eyes was great. Yeah, I did notice the delays because uh, Andy kept trying to ask Brittany a question like, Brittany, Jill P from blah, 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 and he had to do it like three or four times, and he was just getting annoyed because Jax kept talking. Yes. Oh, yeah. So great. Um, oh, okay, and then um, the other thing that just happened was you know, so people like have a lot of hand, a lot of time on their hands right now, and everyone's going like a little stir-crazy. Well, um, with the Vanderpump Rules episodes on, Sheena's old wedding planner went online and started spouting off about um she's like want me to spill the tea and then um started doing stories while she was watching the episode and sharing like little insights into what happened and it was insane it was insane so yeah so someone (laughs) alerted us in the group and so i went and looked and it was like this is a trend. This is a trend on like YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that to 
kind of go back through like something that happened and then tell your story. So she was kind of on trend with that, but it was very cringy and very um, like she 100% crossed the line, but it was like watching a train wreck. Like I could not look away and I wanted to hear everything she had to say. Um, It was crazy. Yeah, I wanted to hear what she had to say, but her voice was very grating. It was hard to listen to. Um, And she was so evil about it. Like, I get it. Like, it was her reputation. She could have really hurt her business, probably did. But it, it was also very unprofessional because you shouldn't ever talk, even your nightmare clients. She was like, okay, Erica, you stupid bitch. Like, talking about the mother and just like, you whore, you, like, she kept saying bitch and da, da, da. I was like it, it really made her look bad and it took away I wish she had just did it with without being so volatile I, this is what this is my theory on what I think happened I think that you know no one had ever cared about what this person had to say and then when she started you know giving some spilling some tea that all the Vanderpump Rules fans started you know hitting her up and I I'm it's exciting like to when people start talking to you so I think she got momentum yeah she got like her ego kind of blew up a little bit too big and uh, yeah I really think she made a mistake um talking the way that she did because had she just calmly presented her side maybe not so demeaning it would have like absolutely been something that we could all share but I feel like by the way that she was talking it really ruined it because it um it discredited her yes yeah and it just it was it was a bummer and I and you could tell like reading between the lines I think her feelings were really hurt by the way that things went down and like that like she honestly thought that she did her best to do her job and so she felt slighted by production and Sheena or whatever Um, But I think that had she taken that angle that like this was really hurt, you know, like if it was hurtful instead of Sheena being a bitch, like it may have been better. But um, yeah, it was was interesting. I don't buy either. It was just a little extreme because she's like, and fun fact, all of the guests took their cards out of the card box and took them back. And every person that paid a dollar for their dollar dance took their dollar back. Like that seems a little weird. I don't. Really I, see that. I understood it as um, the this is what I thought maybe I understood this wrong I thought that maybe like when it came time to do the dollar dance like suddenly like no one had cash on them or something so they went and got their card out and like gave the cash to her in the dance and then put it back to go back into her card is that not what they were saying Oh, okay. That's what that's what I, I thought. Maybe like you know to like make it look better. Like everyone just went and like grabbed their stuff and like put it in her for the dance and then they put the card back. Okay, well, but, that's not a fun fact then. That's just like, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it is like, it's like spilling the tea a little bit because it's funny that, because like, why else? Yeah. Would, you wouldn't need to make it look good unless you were filming. I don't know. That's the only, that's True. how I was. Okay. I thought she was implying that all the guests were so disgusted by the wedding yeah, and I pissed know. off that's, that they took yeah, their present back. Yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> okay. Got it. But I don't know. I mean, that's just my theory. Because it was like, yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, let's get into it. I mean, we can pretty much skip this whole first scene unless you care about Lisa ejaculating oh, I, first. Do, I, I do. No, I care about Tardon Parlay, Tardon Parlay, Tardon Parlay. <laughs> I mean, basically the only point here is 
you know, she's like, James is doing great. She hasn't drank in two days. And Ariana's like, mm, I've heard that before. This is like Groundhog's Day with him, which, true. You know what I do love, though? Like, I don't mind. I. I was going to, like, really freak out about having to be at the horse stable again because I'm just, I don't care. But I actually enjoyed this opening scene because when Lisa asked for her horse to speak to try to show off to Ariana and then the horse neighed or whatever it does, she ran over, like, she was so happy. Like, Lisa was, like, literally running like a little child. And I thought, that's nice. You know, like, Lisa does work hard. You know, she goes, she manages her restaurants. She films everything she does. It is nice to see someone have a hobby that literally brings them so much joy. So I thought that was cool. Okay. Um, next we have, we go to, to Stassi's apartment and she, you know, is letting us know that she's in a rough position. She's got the eye mask on. She's laying there and Katie comes through the door and she's like, I've got it. And she has in and out. Um, so this is again where they start doing what you were talking about, flashing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Like, can we just finish a 30 second scene? Like there was no point in this scene unless they put it together with the second part of this scene. Like we don't need a whole scene of just her bringing hamburgers and Stassi taking a bite. You know what I, I, I wrote in this part of my notes because obviously I didn't know it was coming next, but I wrote this in my notes. Like you're telling me that the film crew had a call time to come to the apartment, to mic up Stassi and Katie, to have the in and out food there. And that's all they were going to do is be like, I'm hungover. Take a bite of the burger. And they're like, all right, guys, pack it up. Let's go. Yeah. That, 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 and cut. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. And like, and, and then like skipping even more forward than that. We have to see Raquel drop James off at his at his um, AA meeting. Then we have to cut to 18 other scenes, and then we come back to Raquel picking him up. Like, yeah. it, it's too much for my brain right now. Like, they can't be doing this. Right. We don't need this level of detail. We don't need the before and after. And it's also very hard to podcast like this, because it's like, we like to go scene by scene, and with the new way that they're editing, it's, I mean, we've been podcasting for years. This is not yeah. the normal way they edit. It's very frustrating. Yeah, it's too much back and too forth. Too much. And it's like, like, yes. So now we have to jump over, and then we'll come back to Stassi and Katie. But first, we have to jump back over to, you know, James or Raquel. Yeah, James uh, making bacon. Yeah, asking <laughs> if she's ready for to battle Lala at the wine party. And then he talks about, you know, Lisa. Oh, well, I thought she said, um, I thought Raquel was going to say, you know, when she goes, I just have to ask you point blank, were you drinking at that party? I thought she was going to say, because this came right after the Logan Lala conversation, I thought she was going to say, I just have to ask you point blank, did anything happen with Logan? And I was wishing that was the question, but yeah. it was not. Yes. She seems to have let that go, and as she should have. It was long ago, and whatever she can yeah yeah so then i mean like it's even exhausting like saying this then we go back to the horse stable and we already (laughs) talked about that deja vu groundhog's day with james then we go back to stassi and katie and she's like stassi's like in your drunken drunkenness last night you um said that you're having a wine party and Kristen's not invited yeah um and then she's and then, yeah, she's like, it's still happening. And she invites basically everyone that she doesn't know, which makes no sense. It's so far. She's like, yeah, um, 
like Danica and Charlie and like Katie, you don't work at Sir. Why would you go like Holly? If you had a birthday party tomorrow, are you going to go down to Dukes and invite some uh, waitresses from there because you haven't met them, even no. though you haven't worked there in years? No. So it makes no sense why Katie would invite Charlie and Danica. Maybe Dana because Dana worked at Tom Tom. Okay, we can buy that one. But come on. Never yeah, I, I feel like they need to change the script. Like, kind of, I feel like Housewives kind of did this, like, where they're like, oh, I need to meet the new girls. You know, like, at least say, like, just say new girls or meet the new, right. like, don't say cast, obviously, but like, don't say because they work at Sir and you don't work there anymore. That's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And don't even get me started about, ugh, we'll get into this later, but when Katie calls Raquel, I died. <laughs> Hello, it's Katie. I wish she would have been like Katie, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was like, who the f is Katie? Like, I was like so confused, and I'm like, oh my god, it's Katie. And the Sheena's face was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so another flashover scene to Jackson, Tom, and Jack's like, I'll be forty in an hour in Florida time. You know, you know, Florida. That's where my dad lived. My dad lived in Florida. I mean, basically, that, that's what he was about to say. I can just feel it. Yeah. I'm like, why are you going to be 40 in an hour in Florida time? Just stop. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, I guess it, if it was 9 p.m., I suppose that's that's it then. Okay, that makes sense. Because he's like, I'll be 40 tomorrow while in Florida in an hour. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not where you were born, Jax. You were born in Michigan. So why not say Michigan. And my dad lived in Florida. <laughs> uh, and then we have Raquel asking Peter if she can take a five-minute break. Okay. Oh, my God. I have such a problem with this. To give Katie some airtime. <laughs> what? Okay. First, we start with um, Charlie asking the million-dollar question, does Sir have a chocolate dessert martini? Now, Sarah, you can answer this. You know the answer to this. Do they have a chocolate martini, Sarah? They have an espresso martini. <laughs> Danica knows her shit, even though she drinks boxed wine. She knows her dessert martinis. You know what? I appreciated that. I thought, you know, all right, cool. She has great um, menu knowledge. Um, but so- that's very on brand because, remember, Frutia didn't know the menu at all. And I was like, oh, don't you have the, the cucumber mar- I don't know what's in that. I don't know. Do you don't you have that chocolate or espresso martini? Um, I'll ask. I'm like, well, it's on the menu here. Oh, okay. it was so good. <laughs> I miss Frutia. So yeah, so Raquel asked Peter if she could take a break. Now, never before have I seen so many breaks happening at Sir. Like, that's all we talk about now is, like, can I take a break in the alley? Can I take a break? Let me go check reservations. Break, 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 break. Oh, do you have a break? What part of your table is that? Like, why are they talking? I've never seen them on a break. Like, that's yeah. that's really not, like, anyone in the restaurant biz, you kind of know that, like, you really don't take a break. I mean, yes, you can sneak outside for a second, but it's not a long break, that's for sure. Yeah, he was like... Uh, well, do they have their food? What what stage are they of dining? And she's like, they have their entrees. <laughs> okay, okay. Then you have two and a half minutes. It's like, 
I, yeah, I don't want to know that while I'm eating my food and waiting for someone to ask if it's okay, or maybe I'm waiting for ketchup, or maybe my steak's not cooked properly, and she's outside fighting with her boyfriend or talking to Katie Maloney. I'd be a little annoyed. You should be a little more attentive. Katie Maloney. Um, and then, so so Peter is the manager, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Peter is who you ask if you can have a break. And then Danica is who you ask about, like, menu questions. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> they have a lot of managers there all the time. I'm sure Diana was working as well. Yeah. I mean, that, that's it's great. Lots of help on hand. Um, yeah. So then, so Raquel and Sheena are, are out in the alley, and it's like, ring, ring, ring. Hello. Hi, this is Katie. Um, she's, like, she's like, Raquel. She's like, yes, who is this? Katie. It's Kate. It's Katie. <laughs> like, oh. Here in my notes, yeah. I just wrote, OMG, OMG, best part of the episode. Don't need to watch anything else. Like, there was just something so magical about Katie's, like, slow voice coming onto the phone and then Raquel trying to register who Katie was and then Sheena, like, giving her the nod. Like, it's okay. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Katie's voice on a record player, like if you on the thirty-three <laughs> speed, it's like it's Katie. That's how it sounded. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Stussy, I'm going to not invite Kristen. That's our new voice for her. <laughs> So basically, Raquel gets a, an invite to the wine party, which apparently, like, Raquel getting the invitation is the biggest slap in the face to anybody not getting an invitation. So um, I thought that was kind of mean on the after show. They talked about that, too. They're like, so Raquel, like, no offense, but if Raquel's invited, like, that's a huge, you know, insult to Kristen. And yeah. Raquel's like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you don't, um, you can question my character. Just don't question my intelligence. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes. Because my character, it does doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> All right. Well, then we go to Mr. Douche and Brett. Brett Cap. Brett Cap. Okay. Wait. 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 Hold on. What? What about when when him and Sheena are at the front desk and um, and he's like, "Hey, Sheena, what are you doing?" And she's like, "I'm checking the reservations." Um to see if my reservation is coming in. Nope, they're not here yet. Okay, let's go. <laughs> you like she really has one. Okay. She's like open table hasn't checked in yet. So, let's go. <laughs> like I didn't know that you could make a reservation with Sheena. Like if that is right. like true, like I'm on it. Like uh, I want to make I mean, specific maybe it's like a yeah, like a feature, like you pay $250 to be served by Sheena. Yeah, they should have like cameo of like you, they should do that. See, this is another reason yeah. why we should be running the restaurant because you can make specific like reservations, the- even if it was just like guaranteed so so someone will stop by your table. I would do it. Yes, you could have different levels, just like they fucked up on their merchandising. Um, always sold out, not prominently displayed. The website sucks. They should have these options like what would you like an appearance by a like a side character twenty five dollars a main character fifty being served a drink by Sheena a hundred you know what I mean like options yes that way people can guarantee you know in a reservation they know yeah I don't know I think that's a great idea should we we should just buy sir and 
redo it all. Totally. All right. Well, so Brett, he's talking about his content and how his followers, um, they just like him being him. He doesn't really have to do anything. It's just they like him because it's a lot of women. And it's like, douchebag, you only have a followers because your girlfriend was like the biggest YouTuber whose followers were all women because it was like about makeup, right? So don't flatter yourself. They just wanted to know about her boyfriend, okay? And this is my theory too and why he was cast because Bravo realizes or evolution, whatever, the younger generation is not watching TV like pretty much at all. They're only watching apps or YouTube, right? Like Netflix and YouTube. They're not watching cable TV. Mm-hmm. We know this, like even, you know, even up to like later 20-somethings aren't really watching TV. So they're trying to grab this demographic of people. Okay, well, that makes sense why they cast him. Like, why not cast someone that already lived in L.A. that was already working at the restaurant or another restaurant or there's plenty of actors? Why bring him out and like literally cast him? It's because they want that YouTube following to try and expand their demographic. I don't know because uh, as an avid YouTube watcher, I was like excited to hear that he was coming on and I went to watch his videos and I was so bored and disappointed. Like it is not up to par with a regular YouTube channel at all. Like, I mean, Sheena's channel is like very, like it's entertaining. Like everyone has agreed with that. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's on brand. His, I could barely get through it. And that's saying a lot. Like, I mean, you put a YouTube video on and it's like in the background, it should be able to like keep your attention. But like you basically, you want to be able to have it on the background and keep watching and keep checking in with that person. And his channel just did not do that for me. So well, maybe I, that's why they cast him because people whose channels are um, good don't want to be a side player on Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Maybe they're too successful on YouTube. They'd be like, no, that's a step down for me. Yeah. And they could only get him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting, though. Okay, well, um, they really uh, troll Sheena on this uh, conversation when, now didn't, I felt like it was very, very, and we will ask her about this, um, very pieced together. So she said something, they took it out of context, plopped it in after he said something, and they put that whole little thing together, that conversation. I don't think when he said this statement, she answered with that. I think they were different parts of the conversation, then they pieced together a whole new conversation to make her look delusional and crazy and him look like, look, I keep telling her I'm not interested. She's not getting it. Like, I don't think that was the natural, actual flow of conversation. What'd you get? Oh, totally. It was completely spliced together and stupid. And um, I just, I felt like his line of questioning was just obnoxious. I find him very obnoxious. And putting him with Sheena, it's just like a lot. Like they're completely butting heads and like, um, they're not, like they don't compliment each other at all. Like Sheena's funny on her own, but then put her with like his like weird flat, um, like mm-hmm. banter it's like it's it's like completely clashing it's like you that, you're like why are we wasting yeah. it's like dead it's it's like 
I don't know how to. It's like when magnets don't work and they like fall down. It's like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know what's he just, happening. He but... sucks all the light out of her and then manages to insult her, but then pretends that he didn't. And it's just, it's, it leaves you with an icky feeling. And I, I find it funny that he says that like his viewers like when he's authentic. Like I don't think we've seen an authentic Brett yet in Vanderpump Rules. Like I haven't got that feeling. Um, I mean, I don't even, I, I just, I don't buy anything that he's, I don't think he's been real at all. It's, um, yeah. 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 All right. Well, enough about that. We go over to funneling beers at 217 on a Thursday at Sandoval's house. Tom explains why they don't have furniture. He's like, oh, we have furniture. We have enough. But it's like we all know production put a halt on you can't change your apartment. Looks like they couldn't change Katie's orange hair in season two because they need to shoot retakes. And if anything has changed, then it won't be consistent. And people like us will be like, did you see that couch wasn't there in that original shot? You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh yeah, they've said that that you can't. They couldn't actually add furniture past a certain point once filming starts, because everything has to be consistent as is. Because as we know, they go and reshoot scenes. Oh like, wow! That didn't take, or maybe you couldn't hear the sound, so mm-hmm, they'll go mm-hmm. reshoot a scene three months later. Interesting. The same scene. So. Um, I I was wondering if like any other eagle eye watchers noticed that I felt like when they walked into. Tom's house that they were eating Hawaiian food and when Max was first taking a drink of the, his drink have you um remember in Hawaii Sarah like those like magical drinks you can get you know like and they have them at Hawaiian food places too it's like called like aloha you know pineapple punch or something have you ever had those do you know like what I'm talking about no no it's it's not it's not alcoholic it's just like a little like it's in oh. a can like um yeah in Bora Bora they called it uh welcome juice or <laughs> Yeah, like it's like juice. it's like a brand like it's only at Hawaiian places and okay. like um ugh, someone'll know what I'm talking about. I, I, but they I, give it to you like when you check into a hotel sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's, it's just like authentic like Hawaii like uh, this the stupid brand is like very famous. But anyways, Max was drinking one of those and it looked so good. Um yeah, so then they're they're standing around and Tom's like, "I have an idea." what do you think about toilet paper? And we all have houses now. Like, it'd be really fun. And, Sw- and Schwartz is like, no, no. Oh, no, no. We can't. Jack still gets so mad. It's his birthday. Let's go build him up. Tell him why we love him. So, I mean, I feel like the underlying issue with this is Tom, uh, uh, Schwartz was saying no because he knows that Jax hates T. Sandy right now. So he knew that this act would really piss him off and it's just not a good idea to be playing around right now. I th- right? That's what he was saying. Yeah, probably if Schwartz had done it, Jax would have laughed it off. But it coming from Sandoval, then it just pisses him off. Yeah, so it just... it and I And I, like, I feel like... Jax's biggest thing that he's been saying about Sandoval is that everything he does is like showboaty and it's you know it's it's um, all about like a, a sh- putting on a show and toilet papering you know the act of toilet papering it, it really was like kind of putting on a show so I kind of got what um, Schwartz was saying there but you know I like how uh, Schwartz says no to toilet papering like that's like taking it too far but like he goes off on Katie you know it's <laughs> right yeah. 
So, well, I know you're a fan of toilet paper and you probably enjoy this scene. For me, it just gutted me. It was it was like, I felt like, uh, you know, when they don't show certain scenes, like they pull movies, like after a bombing happens, sometimes they'll pull a, like a Die Hard 3 that was supposed to be released because it's too soon, too sensitive. Totally, yeah. For me, that's what I felt this show should have had a disclaimer, a warning, like some content may be too sensitive for viewers, certain viewers. That viewer is me. To see that wasted toilet paper. Well, yeah, I mean, they're, talk- they're, me. they're talking about how, like, the, the police, um, uh, what is it called? Prank was like a little, it was tone deaf. This was tone deaf, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Right. And I thought they should have pulled it. But I'm like, well, the whole episode is around this. Damn it. <laughs> um, did you notice the brand they were using? Yes. <laughs> that, that was hurtful. That that was insulting and hurtful. And who does that? You, I, I don't know. TP like, maybe wanted it to last longer, I guess, because the industrial stuff would have just disintegrated right away. I mean, it, it would do a beautiful job. Like, I will... And it would well, hold better. It yeah. would just blow away. Yeah. True. I mean, it was, you know, so it was a good decision, but it was, it, again, it was like very hard to watch. Very hurtful. Yes. <laughs> so they do that. I love that the gardener was there. I <laughs> if love I was that, that too. gardener, I'd skedaddle because, you know, Jax is going to, why did you stop them? Well, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The poor gardener probably got in trouble, too, because he was like, well, I really can't mow the lawn right now. I'm just going to, like, take off. And Jax is probably like, I'm going to short your pay because you didn't you didn't get this week's oh, gardening done. I'm sorry. I thought Jax mowed his own lawn. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so then they old fart Jax. I love that. But they pull in, of course. Who the fuck does that? And Brittany's at least laughing, but she's like, what assholes? And I'm like, did you notice the way she said assholes? Like, it, it sounded like assholes. Like, H-O-S-E. Like, the assholes! Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. Stop with the over-exaggerated accent, Brittany. It's an asshole. Seriously. An asshole. <laughs> anyway, she's kind of laughing it off, but he's just pissed, and um... Yeah, they call up. I love when they call up Bo, and Bo basically like insults them. He's like, "You think I drive to the valley? Come on!" Yeah, that was I. I caught that one too. Yikes! Um, Sandoval had a, a good thinking on doing your own house. I mean, that was a great alibi and lie. Yeah, that was funny. Hadn't thought about that before. Um, I do. Um, you know, I know for a fact they have cameras though. Every single house has cameras, so that was kind of dumb. Yeah. Like you can, they they all have cameras. You can see them. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, um. Okay, where are we? Let me see. Brett Brett calls Sheena middle-aged and a fuck girl. And oh my God, when he called her middle-aged. Well, first of all, he was like, you need to scooch over. Like, go further away. Like, she was just trying to be in the camera shot. Like, he was making it seem like she's trying to snuggle up to him. It's like. Your camera, you can even see when she does move back, she's barely in the shot. So, enough. Yeah, it's just, um, like, I just, I feel like no one is pulling their weight. Like, you can't have Sheena be, like, the butt of the joke if, like, no one else is pulling their weight. Like, that's the best he could come up with, was saying, scoot away. 
Like you, yeah. he has to do some work too. Like there has to be some, like she's not doing anything. Like it's ridiculous and it's not funny. Like there has, it has to be a two way street and like Brett and Max and all these people are bringing nothing. They're bringing nothing to the game. Like at least with like Rob and like some of the, and Shay, like at least they would like bring it with her. They were like, they were good for Sheena. They gave her good content. This isn't working. They're giving her nothing to work with. Yeah, and they're just playing, beating this dead horse, trying to make her look like the desperate spinster, just clueless, completely self-unaware. And it's just it's- like Sheena has, Sheena has like a trillion more things that she could have done to make that interesting, but like she doesn't even have to because it's not her job. It was Brett's YouTube video. He could have been like, "Hey, Sheena, have anything to drink?" can you bring me a Capri Sun? Like something like that may have like helped the scene a little bit, but he's not, uh, his, his, um, the biggest thing he does is say scoot over. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? And wears a beanie in July. Yeah. That's no. what he's bringing. No. <laughs> so we can move on from him because yes. I don't even like discussing him. Mm-mm. So then Sheena tells Kristen about the wine party, which is good. She gave her a heads up because that would have been rude if she saw it on social media and she'd be like, Sheena, why didn't you even tell me? So I think she did the right thing by telling her. And she is right. She's like, oh, that's great. My wine partners are throwing a wine party without me. Rude. Did you, um, I feel like we're mirroring the same story from last season of when, um, wait, was it last season when Billy Lee wasn't invited to the girls night? Yeah. So once again, you know, and like Katie was kind of the ringleader of that. And then we have Katie again, leaving Kristen out of a girls night. It's like two years in a row. We're doing this story. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I really liked that Sheena gave her a heads up. I probably would have done the same thing. It would be like a very awkward convo, though, because you know you're hurting the person's feelings. But better to yeah. come from you than, you know, see it on social media. I wish Kristen would have crashed that party. Oh, <laughs> I know. Kristen, bring party crasher Kristen back. <laughs> so the girls start arriving to the party Katie's arranging some walnuts and almonds on a plate with some brown mustard. And I'm like, is she expecting us to like pick up a walnut and like dip it in some mustard? Is that her plan there? I don't know. It sounds kind of good. (laughs) (laughs) I dip this blanched almond in some mustard and that's my snack. Okay. I have, yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, that's not a bad option. Um, Or like I would dip the cheese in it too, I think. (laughs) Um, I've I've been noticing Stassi like in the last couple of episodes. She really, actually, like the past couple of seasons, not even episodes, Stassi loves to sit back. She sits back and she like watches things unfold without jumping in and she just laughs or she'll like kind of encourage the person like from her sitting position without doing a thing. And that's funny. She was just talking on a podcast. She was complaining how she wished she had more airtime and it's not fair because all of the OGs set this whole show up laid out their lives and now they're getting robbed because she's not getting very much airtime. And it's like, well, maybe do something then. She said that? Oh my God. Yeah. And she wants to spin off of the OGs because they, basically, like, we did all the work. How come other people are benefiting? And it's like, well, that's how fucking television goes when it's reality TV. Even 
scripted TV. It's like new characters come and go. That's normal. And you know are what they, I mean? Are they really benefiting Stassi? Like, I'm sure they're not benefiting in the same way that you are with your huge, crazy salary salary versus Charlie, who I don't, I feel like she's not living the same way that Stassi and the other people are. Right. I mean, some people have gotten like raked over the coals and they got a $2,000 check. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyways, like I just, I felt like just in this moment, like Katie's trying to like host this wine night and like she's hustling to try to put the plate together and she's like, how does this look? And Stassi's not going to jump in and help. She's just sitting back and like critiquing and she's like, that's impressive you know like she's that type of friend that like if she's not going to help you get ready you better just like get it done because she then she's like can I have a drink you know like I don't know like yeah there's there's like friends that like you know you can count on that they're like oh my god you're not ready let me help you and then like Kristen would have been that friend (laughs) yes yes and I feel like like anytime Sarah and I like host an event together like we know to not f around we put our heads down and we get it done and then like we'll relax and talk but like we know that if you sit around and like don't get things done it's going to be a complete disaster so I don't know in that moment I was just like oh poor Katie like she still had like her brown bags all over the place and it was a mess Right? Like Stassi could have poured herself a glass of wine and started folding up the bags. Where do you put these? I'll go put them in that room or whatever. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. Like, you know, like the mustard and the walnuts on the plate, it doesn't really matter. Just get them out there so it looks good when people walk in. Like, you don't need to sit there and, like, critique it, Stassi. (laughs) So then we have, like, Danica, Dana, Raquel, Ariana, and then in walks Jen Hafner and... Alex Stafford. I had to rewind it because I thought that the caption said Katie's business partner and and Stassi's assistant, but it said uh, Katie and Stassi's friends, I think. Ah, uh, well, it's Jen is the is Katie's poker and poke business partner that doesn't really exist. <laughs> but Jen, more notably, is the girl that was on Stassi's podcast when they were talking about the Me Too movement and just shitting all over it saying I've never had to give a blowjob for a job like it's not hard um yeah like if if something's happening in a hotel room oops did I just hit my thing I can hear you okay um sorry I just hit a button um yeah she's like I like if something's happening to you in a hotel room just walk out like uh, yeah (laughs) anyways that is her that's Jen. And then Alex is Stassi's friend from New Orleans from high school that she used to boss around and make her clean her closet, make her do her homework. And then this girl came out here. She broke up with her boyfriend and came to L.A. for a change. And Stassi made her clean her closet, made her watch her dogs, and then kind of became her little assistant. Now, I was wondering if she's going to be a bridesmaid because I'd be really pissed off if I was her if I wasn't after I like babysat her dogs I babysat her apartment I was her bitch she brings her I'm sure she'll be one remember she's the one her job in the morning is to bring Stassi her diet Dr. Pepper or iced tea like legit she has a person for that and that person is Alex um now she drinks Celsius okay (laughs) (laughs) hashtag sponsored Ah, all right. So then we have Brittany roll in with her like half drank handle of vodka. You know, I can't do the wine thing. 
And Dana's talking about she could just drink rubbing alcohol while Danica talks about enjoying boxed wine. So this is exactly why um, a lot of times when you go to restaurants, you ask, like, well, what do you recommend? I never do that because, I mean, you're in a nice place or it depends on the person. But I would never ask a server at Sir what they recommend because this is this is what they're perspective is rubbing alcohol box wine mad dog 40 uh britney who can't drink can't you know doesn't drink wine i'm like yeah i don't need your recommendation like (laughs) i don't know yeah just saying not trying to be a snob i'm just like i don't uh yeah some places for sure because it's a real um career and art to um you know you're recruited to work as a um knowledgeable um, food service person but not there yeah um, my favorite part comes up now when Sheena brings string cheese and Stassi shits all over it and everyone gets mad because they're like don't diss string cheese yeah that was awesome very on brand for Sheena she's staying consistent and she brought a whole pack to share that was nice <laughs> perfect um, we Holly and I brought Sheena string cheese in Las Vegas from the airport (laughs) (laughs) or we plan to anyways um yeah so then what katie's talking about telling sheena how well a friendship with christian it's definitely off or indefinitely off i don't know yeah um it was just stupid. Like, I'm I'm tired of them, like, talking about it. It's like, if it's off, it's off. Like, why are you still torturing us with it? And, like, why are you torturing your guests who came to your wine party with talking about the one person that you didn't invite? Like, it's it's exhausting. Right. Like, they talk about Kristen being exhausting talking about Carter. Like, they are just ex- exhausting talking about Kristen. Yep. And then I love the next part when... Lala's like, you know, I've been hearing from Jax that Raquel was like running her mouth, flaunting how she told me to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, yeah, Jax is the beacon of truth. Like, he never over-exaggerates anything. Like, you know, you know it's just Jax trying to start some shit and rile Lala up because he wanted a girl fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure this is editing or whatever, but I feel like the the times when it's like the morning after and Lala has an opportunity to like, or I'm sorry, not Lala. When Raquel has the opportunity to like possibly run her mouth about Lala, she doesn't like when, when um, James was like, so how, how did it go last night? You know, she's like, it was fine. Like we like all totally argued, you know, but like, she doesn't get into like Lala was such a, you know, like she doesn't, she's not like that. She's not gossipy like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And I, I just, I find it hard to believe that she was running her mouth about that. And then Lala says, people like Raquel need to remember to stay in their lane and let people like me run shit. Like, she should be lucky. She's graced with my presence. She needs to know her place. It's like, again, who the fuck are you? I had such a hard time with this scene. It was just... um Yeah, and like, and everything was just like swirling in my mind, just like what you've been saying. Like, what exactly like I like I pretended like okay I'm gonna pretend like I'm Lala I'm with Randall I have now access to like a shit ton of money supposedly um you know he takes me on all these like lavish vacations or and I'm um on Vanderpump Rules I'm pretty popular um 
but other than that, like, I don't know, like, I, I feel like if I was Lala, I'd be scared. Like, she stands to lose a lot if anything happens. If something did happen with Randall, you know, and they broke up, like, where would she be? Or if Vanderpump Rules gets canceled, where would she be? Like, technically right now like this is should be like a very scary time for them like the reunion has been canceled or postponed we're all stuck in home like the once we forget about them like it's over like it is over and if time too much time passes and they look at the numbers of Vanderpump rules and they don't want to renew or something like that um god forbid you know where is she gonna be so I I just yeah I just feel like and once again this is all Lala's thought process sober this is sober la la this is no alcohol there's nothing it can be blamed on so she's she's just awful and so cocky and exactly like well and who even really knows who she is like the people in the vanderpump world that's it once this ends um nobody cares who randall emmett's wife is nobody even knows who randall emmett is they don't care about this only the people that watch Vanderpump Rules, which is a very small percentage. And like, of- and like, to be honest, like there is in our very own Facebook group, there's like I can think of like seven girls that are in there that are wives of very six, way more successful producers than Randall. And you don't right. hear any of them in our group popping off about how we should listen to their opinion because they are more important than us. Like, and I'm talking like they know are our place. Yeah, they're like much more successful than Randall. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just. It's yeah. very bizarre. And I mean, she's had this attitude even before. She came into this with this attitude. And in the beginning, it was kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's always fun to have like a young girl with like an inflated ego, you know, that thinks she's like really tough or something. It's fun to watch. But now it's like, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, she's getting older too. Like, mm-hmm. w- what? It's, it's bizarre. And it was just rude. It was rude and triggering and all of that. Well, Raquel really held her own and, like we said, leaned into it, came back at her quick and kind of put her in her own place, I thought, and where Lala just had to – she couldn't re- even respond. She's just like, uh, I just want to bang my head. And then she kind of walked away, as she always does. She pops off, and then she scurries away. So she scurries over to the refrigerator kind of by where Stassi's standing there smirking and Stassi's like, oh, I'm not saying anything. And then Lala yells at Stassi to just stay in your little bubble, okay? <laughs> but did you, okay, yes. Uh, back to the headbutt. Did you notice she, that was the same move she did on Billy Lee. She was, yeah. she was like, she was like doing that lunge in thing, just like she did to Billy Lee. It's like, is that your move, Lala? Because it's just not quite that intimidating. And, and then, then she runs away again. Yeah she, yeah, she ran to the refrigerator. And then I felt like, she told Stassi to stay in her bubble and Stassi's look on her face like gave Lala the warning like I'm gonna say something right now that you're not gonna like so Lala quickly backs like backpedaled and was like no 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 I just mean like there's too much for you to even know about Stassi of what's going on here so basically like this is an A and B conversation see your way out of it like she basically was telling Stassi like don't get involved but then she backpedaled and was like well, just because I, I, you don't even need to bother yourself with this little problem <laughs> right, like, she's like oh wait yeah, thought that one through. Yeah, because Stassi looked like she was like gonna say something. <laughs> um, I love Ra- Raquel's confessional. Like, I mean, Lala's being a bully, but if we don't all agree that she's a bully, we can all agree that she's a bitch. I'm like, God, that's perfect. Yes. And then I love Charlie's theory on Lala. She's like, 
I mean, maybe she's still like in love with James because like, why do you care so much? <laughs> like, I love it. Good yeah. observation. I mean, there is something, and I do think it's uh, I think uh, yeah, Lala wanted to be Queen Bee. Think she's the hottest. She's like, oh wow, James got like a really beautiful woman, and she likes to be that you know wanted by everyone. So I do think it just bugs her a little bit because she wants uh, James to be like pining over her and he's not and it it irritates Lala not that Lala wants to be with James she just wants James to desperately want to be with her just because it's an ego trip totally like she wants him under her thumb and when he's not it's like she takes down on Raquel yeah I actually think that um that Charlie nailed it with her you know her whole thought process on that it's true like you can you know hate someone or whatever and um still want them to not be happy with their girlfriend or whatever it is you know like it's Mm -hmm. or not hate someone I guess (laughs) (laughs) all right should we move over to um the dumb 80s party yes so no one dressed up except for Jax Sheena and I guess somewhat Ariana like it wasn't really an 80s outfit but it was 80s colors but basically no one like Schwartz was in a white t-shirt Katie was like in a tie-dye maxi which is not 80s that's Stassi was in her regular white jumpsuit Bo in like a polo and jean shirts I guess maybe but then he has like a captain and Tennille hat which is 70s not 80s if you're gonna do this shit know your facts okay yeah I'm sure you don't even know who captain and Tennille are do you no love love will keep us together <laughs> think of me now you don't know that song yeah, I do. Okay, there you go, Captain and Tennille. You're welcome. Um, Sandoval, disappointing as well. I mean, when you look closely, you could see it was like a mesh shirt but in Oakley's, but nobody really went all out. But that's fair because Jax didn't do shit for Sandoval. So um, I don't know. It just It's clear everyone's over a theme party, so why fucking throw it? Even Brittany, she, she was like in her normal outfit, just jean shorts and a tube top, like... Again, tube tops were big in the 70s, people, not the 80s. And also, it wasn't even... Britney just looked like her normal self. So what was the point of the theme party? Just dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. And then Schwartz gives Jax his um, gross gift. But what was even grosser was the look on Schwartz's face with his tongue sticking out. Like, like he was a lizard himself. Like, looking at him like, he's going to like this. And it was like a vagina foot. I mean, I, th- I loved it. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. And then he, he should have, like, dirtied it up a little bit, put it in some mud or something. Julia reminded us, m- reminded me that we have not done our foot catalog. Oh, I know. I mean, calendar. I keep saying catalog. Calendar. All right. Well, and then, okay, what does... Randy Jackson have to do with like a samurai sword it's in the movie like that's like that's like a so it was just a random thing from Step Brothers where they're like and then Randy Jackson signed it like to be funny yes it's not like Randy Jackson was in like a samurai movie no 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 I mean I I thought it was I thought it was awesome I thought that um but yeah but I actually thought that he got um like, I would have been annoyed if I went through all that trouble to get a samurai sword, to get it signed by Randy Jackson, all of that trouble, and then Schwartz brings that foot, like, which is, like, almost like, like, it was, like, just as fun and, like, showy, 
you know, like, I don't know, I would have been annoyed. <laughs> I just I, would have been annoyed at, at Jack shitting all over me, like, what? Presents? I, I don't know. Won't, like, just, mm. I feel like Jax would is like totally t- the type of person that like expects a present, but like he he would never say that. But I feel like if you don't get him one, like he'll remember that. But he doesn't realize that it goes both ways. Totally, totally. <laughs> well, then they pan over, and Kristen goes and talks to Brittany, and Stassi like gives a look, like she's just annoyed at Kristen's mere existence, um, and. Kristen is saying, you know, how it's her L.A. family and how do you just cut family out? And Brittany's like, well, I, you know, I hear and see both sides. And Kristen's like, yeah, well, I don't know their side. It'd be nice if they told me. And she's like, well, I just think you both said things you don't mean. And Kristen said, I think they say things they do mean. And I thought that was brilliant. I think that's spot on. Yeah. And it needs to be said, like, like, truly, like, the line needs to be drawn in the sand that, like, Kristen knows what's going on and like this isn't okay anymore and I, I feel like she's doing a really good job of that yeah but I mean the- I, but I also feel bad for Brittany and the people that are stuck in between because it's like it's not getting any better right yep then they pan to a quick shot of Carter just randomly standing there by himself looking confused yeah <laughs> um and then Randall talks about his uh plan for a payback prank which I love I love a prank seems like he's really into it so happy belated birthday Randall I guess his is the day before mine um, last week so he tells Jax about it what what irritates me later was uh, in Jax's confessional he's like see I'm the number one guy in the group my prank was better than Sandoval's he'll never be number one and I'm like it wasn't even your prank. You didn't do shit. Randall did everything for you, you dumbass. So you don't win. Oh, totally. He could never have thought of something like this. No. That's Whatever. the that's the funniest thing of all of this. And then he took like basically took credit for it. It's yeah. Like... Totally. So then they go over to Tom and Ariana's, and Jax is complaining. There's nowhere to sit, and. Brittany's like, honey, there's a couch right there. He's like, it's got, it has cat hair on it, Brittany. You know I don't like cat hair. And I'm like, you guys, have you have three dogs. I'm sure your house is covered in dog hair. Come that, on. Yeah, that you put up on the counter when Brittany's cooking. They shit oh. and piss all over the place. Like, yeah, do not start. Oh, my God, that's right. Her dog was on the counter while she was cooking. And this is the same dog that, like, was squirting diarrhea all over the castle. I mean, there's just, like... I'm sorry, but animals are gross. Like, they just are. Like, it, you can be an animal lover, an animal hater, whatever. They shit and piss everywhere. So, it's just, like, I fine, Jax. Maybe you're not into cat hair? Cool. Maybe someone isn't into, like, dog poop and piss. I don't know. Like, it's... Well, like, yeah, your dog just walked on the street where people are urinating because, it, you know, it's, like, not a great area. You know, that's happening. God knows what they're... <laughs> Their dogs are walking on, and then they put them right next to their food on the counter where you're, like, chopping things. Sarah! Oh, I'm just oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, and look at where the, the yard the yard they share with. You know those dogs have walked in that neighbor's yard, and God knows what's in that. Like That, that actually is very concerning. Probably body parts. Yeah. Or, like, like... Like, like Carol Baskin shit. Or like oil and acid for sure. Or like something. Yeah. Okay. Um, where are we? The cops come in and arrest Sandoval 
for vandalism. Jack says, I, I didn't do it. Maybe, maybe the neighbors called. Um, I, you know, I knew this was too good to be true when they showed the previews of Sandoval getting arrested and no one knowing why. Like I even, knew it too. Even Heather didn't know why, and Heather wouldn't. She would, you know, call up the police stations one by one to f- get that police record, and she didn't even know why. Um, yeah, so this makes sense. It's like oh, okay, this big build up just for this prank. Um, okay, so let's let's talk through this and like and our feelings on it. So they walk in and they're I, right away. I th- I thought that like it wasn't great because of like how lo- how loud the cops were being. They're like Tom Sandoval. Like they like it was just like unrealistic. Like that's really not how it is. I don't know. Like and then also like the guy's um, undershirt under his uniform was really bothering me. <laughs> like it just seemed like wait like it didn't look right yeah well nor did the cop car it was like with police and little tiny font letters it was like you know it literally was like a sticker and it was like coming off yeah <laughs> so Sandoval said he knew that like within a minute but just went along with it for you know because he's and I felt like trying to I make fe- her TV I felt like Katie was too like the way her mouth was like agape outside was like it's not really like if you're truly like afraid of a policeman or something like like you are you you have issues with um your feelings towards you know law enforcement you're not going to stand there in the middle of the street with your mouth open because like they're not going to stand for that so you would be quiet on the side of the street or something like that i don't you don't stand them in the middle of the street with your mouth open like that was the <laughs> shot that they had of her you know mm-hmm. um and i mean it was realistic in that they um that the, the lights on the car that was about as realistic as it got for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they let it go on and on. They they tell him to get into the car and he sits down and and then finally Randall runs up and he's like, "You know what? It's a prank." It always says, "Welcome to the Forty Club. You mess with Jackson, boy, you're gonna mess with me on his birthday." On his birthday. We got you. (laughs) Yeah. So then they go back in. So yeah, so everyone like goes back in and they're kind of like on the high of like, ha ha ha, that was funny. Oh my gosh, that was so crazy. And I I felt like the majority of the energy was like, ha ha, that was funny. Like, that was funny, Randall, that you paid for that. And then like, so everyone was kind of like, you know, like lightly punching each other's arms. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, Katie couldn't let it go she didn't think it was funny and um she she didn't want to sit there and laugh and she was going to be miserable during the whole thing yeah like you could tell ariana like she got it she explained it like yeah it's a little tone deaf and i, I think it's a little tasteless but she just rolled with it but katie couldn't no just she, roll she with couldn't it. shake it and um I don't know like I looked at it from the perspective of like this just it, it was like clearly a joke like clearly a dumb joke it wasn't even that good like it's not like they took him out there and like beat him in the street or something you know what I mean like it was very like come outside with us sit down like it was there was no um I don't know I did I felt like it was like very uh juvenile like it was dumb um so to like sit there and make like such a big deal out of it was bizarre and so when Katie kept speaking up and the first time that Tom said shut up Katie or whatever he said to her I felt like that was justified I was like it, it's true like 
Randall like gave this gift. She's sitting there crapping on it. You know, like how it's embarrassing. Like if it'd be like if I came over and like I gave you that little toilet paper cake, and like and Julia was there, and she's like, "That's really stupid." Like, why would you bring a little cake over? Or why would you risk going out of quarantine to go pick up a toilet paper cake? Like, that's just stupid. Like, why would you do that? And it's dumb. You know, then, like, I feel like you would be like, oh, like, actually, it's like, it's funny. And it, like, it's like, it's like kind of awkward. It like creates like an awkward, like, moment in the room because someone thought it was funny and someone paid for that to be done. And then the other person is like, it's not funny. And then, like, it's like this, and like, the moment's ruined. I mean, real quick side note on that. I was actually surprised that Bee Candy was open. Is that an essential business? It's uh, the, like the bakery is open, I think. The store okay. isn't. It's do, you, do you know what else is open under the essential business uh, loophole? Hmm. The Hustler Superstore on, Hol- on Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> really? Yeah. I actually saw that on Rachel O'Brien's uh, story. She's like, how is this essential? I'm like, well, okay. That's strange because there's like been a bunch of other stores that have shut down like that that they are not allowing to stay open. Interesting. Well, Larry likes to fight the the law. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to. Well, okay. So he did. Yeah, I got the shut up, but then he just kept going a little bit further, and he's like, no one gives a shit about your opinion, Katie. God. He's like, you're making me sick. And then he, like, puts his hand over his mouth. Like, she's literally making him throw up because she's so, like, on the after show, he calls her self-indulgent. And it was just, all I heard was, I, I, I. And, you know, so I think he still feels that same way. But I agree. I I actually agree with him. Like, it was self-indulgent. And she was saying, I, I, I. And, like, it wasn't her joke. Like, it was for Jack's birthday. And it was, like, so it was, like, I don't know. She like, let it go. And yeah. Tom took it too far, and like he like went too deep. If at one like you know, it's like with anything. If he would have just backed off a little bit, I don't think everyone would be so mad at him. But I mean, I feel like he is, and this is not an excuse or anything, but I feel like Tom holds it in so much with his nice guy act, you yeah. know, or he brushes. Oh, that's okay. Don't know. It's good. Nah, nah, nah. And then finally he like something snaps in him and he's like, that's it. Like I'm done. And he like goes off and yeah. it's, you know, so we don't see that a lot from him when technically he probably could do it a lot more. Um, but yeah, it is I, like last year in Mexico and he's like, I can't even stand the sound of your voice. It's like, that's when it's pent up and he needs to erupt because what he did say, I mean, he was, you're a moron. I'm deeply turned off by you. I don't know. Or that's why I don't have sex with you. Then he calls Ariana an idiot. Then tells, Be- like, yells at Bo. Oh, my God. Had- oh, my God. The Bo part was, like, I re- I rewound it, like, five times. Uh, it, if that is truly how Schwartz feels, like, this, I think this is why I'm on his side so much right now. Because I was like, oh, shit. He shot <laughs> Bo down, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So Bo's like, Bo's like, sit, sit said, down, um, sit down, sit down on this. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna sit down. And um, what did he say? What was his line? He, said, he goes, because Bo says something like, you know, don't don't say that or whatever. And Tom goes, listen, I'm not looking for you to agree with me ever. Oh, it was <laughs> ever like he has no regard for his. I'm opinion. not looking for your approval ever or approval. something like that. Yeah, it was yeah. just like. And, like, the look on Bo's face where he's like, oh, shit. Like, basically, 
Tom Schwartz did what Lala did to Raquel by saying, like, know your place. And that's what Schwartz did to Bo in that moment. Totally. And, like, the look on his face was like, ooh. Like, and yeah, that ever really changed. The I feel like even Bo's face got a little bit red. Yeah, because just think about it. I'm not looking for your approval. Well, that's a lot different than I'm not looking for your approval ever. Ever is like, like basically saying like, don't fucking talk to me, dude. Like, yeah, don't step. Put you in your place. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, that was good. And I mean, I've been I've been so excited for this scene. Like, and it was like such a like they waited till the very last minute of the episode, and um. And then the way Katie handled it, I wanted to feel sorry for her. Like when she was like, it's okay. He can say that if he feels that way. And then like she didn't want to go home with him. Yeah, I, don't I, know, like like, I actually felt like she handled it really well. Like she was like, like she didn't, she didn't no. um, react, you know, and make it worse. She was just like very calm and was like, I mean, which is also like very scary. Like if she deals with this all the time, like this is horrible. Like I... I don't I think mean, that Katie speed. does not deserve to be treated like that. And Tom doesn't deserve to be treated bad, like both of them. But it's just so humiliating in front of your friends, yeah, oh in God. front of the cameras. So humiliating. Have those things said to you, not just like you're a bitch or you're a moron. He's like, this This is why I'm, you don't turn me on. I don't want to have sex. Like just personal hits. Personal, and yes. I would walk away too. And I love though that when he followed her, she's like, no, no, I'm not going home with you. And she walked back in. I'm like, cool. Yeah. Um, and then in the next week preview, like they, they, it looks like they circle back to it. Like, so have you and, um, you know, have you guys worked things out? And he's like, not really. Like, she's still mad at me for some reason. And it's like, oh my God. For some reason. She just can't let things go. It's like, mm, yeah. But I was impressed by Sandoval well, and Bo because they're, Typically, like, Sandoval and Katie don't have the best relationship, and it was just last year, like, when he was yelling at her at the reunion and uh, about James and stuff, and he was really, like, don't do that. I mean, I know it was more like he's trying to protect Schwartz from saying something that was going to hurt him later. Yeah. Um, but it was the right thing. He's like, just stop saying that. Don't say that. You can be in a fight, but just don't say these certain words or whatever. Um, and he didn't have to do that because he could have just kicked back, you know, put his arms up and, and relish, you know, because Katie and Stassi are not Sandoval's biggest fans. So he could have just been like, ha, 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 let this play out. But he did try to stop it. So just shows he's the better person. Yeah, totally. Um, and then, yeah, Bo trying to, but that got shut down, as he said. So it's pretty... Pretty interesting. Yeah, it was super entertaining, and I can't wait to see what happens next week. And yeah, the the fake uh, when she gets Stasi's crying because Bo's trying to make her believe he's not going to propose. So we'll see how that goes. That looks interesting. Yeah, I have some thoughts on that. I'll share them later. Um, well, we're gonna do. Um, well, on the next podcast, can we review Kristen's book? And you want to do the giveaways from, do you want to say who um, sent you some fun stuff? Um, I'm going to wait because I want to make sure that I say everything proper. And I forgot to email and get like all the talking points. because I don't want to explain things incorrectly. Okay. Um, but yeah, I want to. And I also am trying to hold to do a review on Kristen's book because I'm trying to get Kristen. So I'm just waiting to hear from her publicist. Okay. I'm I'm really hoping we can get her. I feel okay. Like, I feel like well, that was like the whole point. Um 
but let's do another one. Let's like pick a topic and like do something because I'm I'm down to because I I'm, I want to do I feel better some, now. I want to do some like old things that for new listeners like go redo our poems and stuff. I was thinking, yeah, we should we should go and like redo our poems. We could read like the Hope and Mason script again. Yeah. we could. Exactly. Um, yeah, or we could just talk about like we could go through like our podcast career and talk about like our favorite moments, or we could do a get to know us more episode. Oh, yeah, or... let's um, throw up in the group. Ask us questions on what you want us to talk about. Like we said last week, whether it be about the cast. Yeah, I mean, even if it's like, you know, if it's like a 30-minuter, we can do like a bunch of 30-minuters or something. Yeah, that'd be a good one coming up. And then we've got some other things planned. And let's also, yeah, so let's throw up in the Facebook group, like ask us questions or like topics that you want us to talk about again. Let's throw up the voicemail number and say that anyone who leaves a voicemail from like now on, we're playing it. So like you can call and say whatever you want and we'll play it. Yeah. And if you want to leave a message but don't want us to play it, then say, do not play this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But it's going to get played, so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we never play them. We need to play it. Although, that's going to be really hard on Skype. It would be way easier to do if we are doing this in person. I'll have to work on that. I'll work on that. Well, we sit six feet away anyways, but I'll let you handle your level of comfort with that. <laughs> You can sit outside. I'm trying and we'll... to lower the curve right now, flattening the curve, Sarah. <laughs> so I'm taking this okay. very seriously. Unlike Randall, who's out RVing around. Oh my god! And like he said, they were doing that on the podcast, and then like the next day, the governor said, "Well, all federal too, but all campgrounds, state parks shut down." I'm like, "Where are you going to go? Camp out in the Walmart parking lot? Like, be responsible here, dude." And, like, you have to stop for gas and, like, go in and, like, All dump the, the poop out of the tank and everything. Like, it's it's truly not worth it. Like, you live in a mansion. Stay home. And you're going to have to keep going into stores to get stuff because you don't have, like, a massive refrigerator. or You know, like, But it's exactly. just, like, I just feel like there's, like, a, a little bit of, like, ego attached to that because it's, like, no, like, this will be great for our kids. Our kids will like to experience that. Well, you know what? My kids would like to experience that, too, but I'm staying home for everybody else and like that is the sacrifice that I am making I'm choosing that for my children and for everyone else like why can't he do that and what are your kids experience yeah why does he get to go do that it's and what are his kids experiencing anyways because anywhere they're stopped they can't go into unless they're being completely irresponsible I mean basically and even LA even if they parked in Malibu can't go on the beach you can still in Orange County but oh you know what I should do I should walk up to the little place on PCH where they park all the RVs, you know, between here and Huntington Harbor, see if he's in there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not very responsible, Randall. It's just, it's just like, it's like tone deaf again. It's like, yeah, you, you, we could all do that, but we're not like that. It's called stay home. Yeah. And think about gas tanks too. They're so frequently used and nobody's going out there and wiping them down. Yeah. It's just like it, it's just showing like and I also just feel like it's like showing like what I have plenty of money to rent an RV and drive around like you guys all like are worried about making your mortgage payments like just stay home I'll go out RVing it's fine you know it's like people, screw you yeah people lose their jobs they can't buy diapers they can't yeah, yeah okay go and you know how expensive those things are to rent they're yes. very pricey yes totally <laughs> all right well <sighs> thanks everyone hope everyone's hanging in there and we'll be back to you soon Bye.
Bye.